Hello and welcome to Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug and these are my acute mental neuroses. The list you cannot see is all over the place this week, so let's get right into it. First off, uh, the dead dad woes. Um, it's been just one thing after another with this whole process. I keep finding new accounts and new things, new hurdles, new hoops to have to jump through. The final cleaning is pretty much done. I finished painting some baseboards as well, and I need to glue down some what I'm calling runners. A little, like, ornamental wood bits. Um, and I'll be doing that tomorrow while I wait for a uh, city in, uh, inspector to come and check out the furnace and water heater so I can get those certified uh, to just add value to the house. Um, because I've got to do an a intent to sell with the city, which is... Uh, yeah, it's this whole thing. Um, I found out there's like a sales cap, and I can't remember if I talked about this last week or not. So I'll keep the the ex- explanation short, rather. Uh, but yeah, the, I found out there, there's a cap on um, a sales amount cap on my dad's townhouse. Well, my townhouse technically, uh, and uh, it doesn't. It's not set to expire for another 15 years. It was a total of a 30 year term. So giant pain in the ass. So I'm trying to. Uh, I have what's called undeclared capital improvements, such as the water heater, furnace, and painting. Um, so I, uh, you know, want to have those things added to the value to try to boost, you know, obviously the amount I can sell it for and make. Uh, so it's been a process. Um, that's a sub thing on the list. You cannot see a sub list where it says final cleaning, 30 year thing, uh, intent to sell BS. I've got to send out, um, like it's like five or six, it's certified mail. Um, and I've got to send like one to the city, one to the housing department, one to the actual property. Uh, I think one to the HOA. I'm not sure, but it's just a giant, uh, pain in the ass. I've got a, a write up an intent to sell letter, um, which I've, you know, earmarked. I'm going to get that done tomorrow. Uh, as well as fill out a few more um, things to get transfer over some like very small minimal stocks uh, that he had that I'm just gonna cash out when I'm done when I get them. Uh, and then there's another 401k. Well, there's two 401ks. One is still a mystery as I've mailed out the physical forms. Uh, the other one I'm gonna have to call in the next couple of days and just email them whatever they want me to email them. Um, but through all this, I found out about, this is another little sub-list, uh, the med- what's called a medallion signature guarantee, which apparently you can get at a bank, uh, or a no- but it's like, it, they have to like be like, it's 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 not just like a notary uh, notary public, um, like, just do it, like, it's going to be like a certain person with a certain stamp, and they have to like guarantee everything, and it's very, like, strict guidelines, uh, so I had to go and get a bunch of those, and um, my financial person, uh, Susan, was like, this is insane, the amount of hoops they're making you jump through. And I'm like, yeah, I hope it's like the account's not like 100 bucks, and this was a waste. Um, so I'm hoping it's something significant uh, just for the effort I've put into it. But everything's medallioned, and i got to fill out a few more forms, and then ugh, hopefully most of this headache will be done. Uh, but yeah, so I'll be focused on you know getting... Uh, the, the, the townhouse, like, you know, ready to be listed, um, let alone ready to be shown as well, uh, and then wrap up a few accounts, and then, um, that's pretty much it. So, getting there in terms of wrapping up the estate, uh, it's only taken, you know, like five months, so that's not 
you know, really four months, um, you know, five months by the end of the year. And that's, that's not terrible, I don't think. And, you know, considering I got called back to work, uh, I still, you know, play video games and, uh, you know, record and edit and, and run the network um, and handle, you know, this life change. Um, I think five months, I'm doing okay. Uh, as far as I know, I have no, like, you know, measuring of this. I have no yardstick, so to speak. More stress. <laughs> so, um, speaking of being called back to the day job, which I'm only, I'm very, a very minimal amount of hours a week now, um, due to the, just, we're hitting our slow time anyway, as well as, you know, everything with, with restrictions and COVID and the pandemic that I've exhausted my regular, uh, regular unemployment. Uh, and I, I'm, of course, immediately freaked out. Um, the pipes agree if they're getting picked up and, um, filed a new claim, which I was like, I don't think I did that right. Um, so I'm waiting for a call from them to be like, what the fuck is this? Um, and then of course, a couple days after that, I got a letter going, Hey, you've exhausted your, you know, unemployment funds, go to this and start this and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, um, so that's on my list this week as well, but it's just like, okay, like, you know, it, it's, and it wasn't like huge amounts of stress where like all of a sudden I like turned to like hard drug use to like mitigate my stress or anything like that. Not that I would, uh, what a weird example for me to suddenly pull out of my ass, but it's just like, yeah, okay. 2020, what else you got? Like it's, it, you know, it's just a pain. Uh, it's just an inconvenience really. I, I wrote stress, but it's really just an, an inconvenience that I'm just going to have to deal with. And, you know, hopefully DC can get their shit together uh, because the uh, pandemic extended whatever funds uh, expire at the end of this month. So I might only get like one check out of that and then it just goes away. And it's like, fuck you. So come on, you know, just politicians, pull your head out of your ass. Anyway, next note actually does say hanging in there. I am hanging in there. Uh, you know, I talk a lot about, you know, the stress of, of everything with the estate and, and, you know, the unemployment and, you know, financial things and, you know, and, and running the network pretty much, you know, by myself, uh, Deb helps out little bits where she can. Um, but really I'm hanging in there. I'm, you know, just kind of not even, it's not day by day. Like, and it's, I'm not saying, and I'm lucky, uh, in this that I'm like financially sound. Uh, of course it took my father dying for that to happen. Uh, so lucky is not the right word, but you know, that I'm okay. Um, uh, I, you know, am surrounded by people that's, you know, support me that are, are doing fine as well. You know, we're just, you know, just trying to get through this stupid fucking year and these stupid fucking uncertain times. So, um, but you know, it's like that cat on the branch, like I'm hanging in there, kitty. So, you know, there is no coping. Uh, it's just one foot in front of the other. And, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm lucky that I'm, I'm like physically okay. And, um, mentally okay. For the most part, I mean, I'm a weird fucker to begin with. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, we all have, most of us have survived 2020. Um, so good on us. Uh, bingo didn't have that much. Uh, I had a nerd fact without context, which I can't remember what it was. Uh, I used uh, culinarily uh, on damn last week. Uh, that's an actually that's that's a word. 
So, uh, let's see, fire of doing, yeah. Um, I've been, you know, like I said earlier, with all the forms and stuff and mailing stuff, um, I'm getting it done. So I'm, I'm just, yeah, uh, fire doing. I didn't overload the to-do list. It's just things kind of got put on my plate, and I just made a folder, and I'm like, okay, one thing, you know, in the folder each day or, you know, every couple days, and you'll be done by the end of the week. Just, you know, slam through this, make these calls, file this stuff, mail that thing. So, yeah, I'm, I'm getting fire doing. It's good. Uh, and then, of course, at the end of uh, last episode, I had the uh, discoveries new anxiety of uh, becoming overly aware of my own aging. Um, I've got a birthday coming up, and I was talking to Christina, co-host of Nerd Vomit. And, you know, I was like, do I look my age? Like, do you think my age when I say my age? And I'm not going to say it. Um, and she goes, no. Like she goes, you're in, you, you know, still kind of got like your finger to the pulse of pop culture in the span of one conversation with her. I, you know, in one hand taught her what a Freudian slip was, uh, as well as told her what yeet means. So, you know, it's just one of those, like, I, I've just kind of, I've got the hipness of my dad really. Um, and that just, I keep up on movies and books and music, uh, and that kind of thing. So Yippee. Uh, and speaking of books and music and movies and whatever I just said, uh, new media onslaught. It says, yeah, I got uh, two new books, uh, Ready Player Two by Ernest Klein and uh, Solutions and Other Problems by Ali Bosch, who does Hyperbole and a Half. I have uh, her first book, which Deb bought me as a present, and she's like, you need to read this. Um, and I, indeed, I looking back, I was like, yeah, that was good, good on her and good on me. Um, but yeah, saw Ali Bosch's new book, uh, when I went in to get Ready Player Two, which Deb told me about. And I was like, great. So I've got that. Uh, I've got two new books, uh, Cyberpunk 2077, hopefully should be coming out, uh, this week, uh, after three long delays. Um, oh, and I found a hand in the parking lot of Barnes and Noble. Yes, you heard that right, and I said that right. I found, like, a mannequin hand. Like, so I took it home because I thought it was like, oh, I found a stray. I found a stray hand. A rescue hand, I'll call it. Uh, of course, sanitized it and cleaned it because, I, I don't know, in these uncertain times. I mean, it's a fucking hand, for God's sake. Uh, you know, they say, wash your hands. So I did. Didn't. Uh, but yeah, and I posted, you know, pictures online on the Instagram and the Facebook and it was funny because I had a few friends that were texting me when they saw it. And they're like, you bought a hand at Barnes & Noble? I'm like, no, I found it in the parking lot. And they're like, Ugh, only you, Doug, could find a severed hand in a parking lot and think it's a good thing. So, And I do. It's great. I haven't shut up about it like for like, you know, the, the whatever, like 24 hours less than that that I've had it in my possession. I'm bringing it to a podcast um, later today. So it can like stay there and be like the hand of glory from the invisibles and just be like, ha, look at this freaky thing on the table. Um, and people walk by and go, is that a hand? And I go, yeah. So uh, on that note, um, I think I got through everything. Yeah. Um, this has been Damn, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. So from Damn, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, like I just said, I'm Doug. And from Damn, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been my Acute Mental Neuroses. I found a hand edition. Good night, Internet. If you like what you heard, check some of our other shows out, like Exotic Liability, Nerd Vomit, 
Black Falls, and I Hate Kathy Hammond. We can be found by searching for The BACN on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music, or at www.bacnpodcast.com. Oh, yeah.